Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. St. Peter wrote to his hearers, Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation. From ancient times, these words were heard on this, the first Sunday after Easter, in the introit. In our congregations, we don't often use the introit. We use the psalm in its place. The introit is a portion of a psalm or sometimes other portions of Scripture that is chosen to emphasize the theme of each Sunday. First Peter 2 was chosen for this Sunday because this Sunday was the first after the learners had been confirmed. They spent three years learning scripture and Christian doctrine and then were baptized and confirmed at the Easter Vigil. They were encouraged today to continue longing for the scriptures like newborn infants for milk, or in Latin, quasi-modogeneti, means as newborn infants, which is our title for this Sunday, quasi-modogeneti. These also would have been good words for the children of Israel in Ezekiel's time. Ezekiel's whole ministry was spent in Babylon among the exiles there. Though their physical existence wasn't necessarily terrible, their spiritual disposition was. We heard in the text how they considered themselves spiritually as old, dry bones. They felt that they had been clean cut off from the goodness of the Lord. To the contrary, the Lord would raise them from their graves. Not only did the Lord make good on his promises to them, we also confess today that the Lord raises us from the grave of sin by his own resurrection, both now and in the life to come. But let's go back a little bit and talk about Ezekiel. Lord willing, we'll hear from Ezekiel this week and the next. In Old Testament history, there are some big pillar event things that you really need to know. One might be the life of Abraham. Another would be the Exodus. Another important thing to know is the destruction of Jerusalem by the Babylonians in 586. Now, Jerusalem itself was conquered in 586, but it was only after years of conflict and deportations. You see, Babylon carried the people of Judah and Jerusalem off into Babylon in waves. Ezekiel, the prophet, was carried off in one of the early waves. God allowed Jerusalem to be destroyed just as he had the northern kingdom because of their unfaithfulness. As a whole, the inhabitants of Judah were unfaithful to God in a variety of ways, and they did not listen to the prophets God sent them to bring them to repentance. Therefore, God sent them more prophets to tell them that they would be carried into exile in Babylon. And this exile would last 70 years, 
But the Lord would raise up another servant who would return them to their home. The people of Judah forgot that last detail, though, for the most part. The Lord told people through Jeremiah that the exile would last 70 years and that he would remain with them even in the exile. Through Isaiah, who prophesied a generation earlier, God named King Cyrus of Persia as the one who would return his people to their home. To remind them of these things, God sent Ezekiel. The people in exile had forgotten God's promises, and they felt, as they said, our bones are dried up, and our hope is lost. We are indeed cut off. The people were represented in Ezekiel's vision as that valley of dry bones. This is what the Lord sent Ezekiel to say to them. Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I will open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people, and I will bring you into the land of Israel. And you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and raise you from your graves, O my people. And I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live. And I will place you in your own land. The Lord did exactly what he said. Sometime later, the Lord raised up Cyrus, who did return the children of Israel to their own land. They were not cut off. The Lord raised them from their grave of captivity, and he brought them home. That we are cut off is maybe something that we're feeling right about now. For members of our congregations here in Iowa, and I'm aware that there's people from outside of Iowa watching this live stream, uh, welcome. It's been over a month since we've been able to gather in person. We used to take for granted the freedom we had to gather every Sunday or whenever we felt like to sing and to pray to the Lord. Now we are experiencing a sliver of what our Christian brethren around the world and throughout history have experienced. It's easy to lose hope and feel like old, dry bones. What really cuts us off from God, though, isn't this pandemic. It's sin. Each of us, from the youngest to the oldest, has lived and does live in sin. We were sinners before we even drew our first breath. And for our sin, we rightly deserve to be cut off from God and severed from His presence eternally in hell. Thankfully, our God chose not to carry out that sentence on us. Instead, He sent His own Son into the flesh to save us. He didn't save us by snapping His fingers, though but by joining us in death. Jesus lived the perfect life. He kept the law of God perfectly. 
He did not deserve to die. Instead, he took our sins into himself, and he paid for them with his death. And he rose from the dead, as we celebrated last week, showing forth that our sins really are paid for. We have not been cut off from the goodness of God. He continues to care for us and to give us life through the resurrection of his Son, our Lord, Jesus Christ. Through Ezekiel, the Lord promised to raise his people from their grave. There he was speaking about returning his people from exile to the promised land. We can also take courage from this promise today. The Lord has promised and does raise us from the grave of sin by the resurrection of Jesus. The resurrection of Jesus is applied to us through the means of grace. In the gospel reading today, we heard Christ institute one of those means, the office of the keys. By breathing out the Holy Spirit on his disciples, Jesus both gave the keys to his church on earth and instituted the office through which they are exercised. The office of the keys is that special authority which Christ gives to his church on earth to forgive the sins of those who are repentant. When the called pastors of the church speak to us that for Christ's sake our sins are forgiven, they are forgiven. When the absolution is spoken, it is like Christ bringing us out of the grave of sin, as he did Lazarus from the actual tomb. Our Lord is superabundant in his grace. He doesn't apply Christ's resurrection and the forgiveness he won for us only in the absolution, but also in our baptism, in the Lord's Supper, and even in the Christian encouragement that we've been giving each other. And this is all because of the Word. The Word is the instrument of the Holy Spirit, the active ingredient, remember confirmation students, in the sacraments. Through the Word, in these many ways, even in this pandemic, we are not cut off from God but continually raised by him from the grave of sin. Hidden in our text is also a preview of the resurrection that yet awaits us. We heard about it last week from the prophet Job. In Ezekiel's vision, he saw bones being raised from the dead, joined joint to joint and with muscles and skin. And though it may seem gruesome at first glance, this is exactly what we are awaiting from the Lord. We know that because of sin and pending our Lord's return, we will return to the dust from whence we came. Our souls pass unto Christ's presence, but our bodies will decay. That is, until Christ returns. He will come and he will call our bodies out of their graves. He will join our bones back together and restore our fresh flesh. He will change our mortal bodies to be like his glorious body, St. Paul says. And then we will live forever with him and with our fellow Christians. 
The Lord is not one to cut off his people. Not then and not now. Yes, we are in a difficult time. But the Lord's promise is true. He raises us from the grave of sin now through the resurrection of Christ. And he will raise us to live forever on the last day. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia.